0: Hello everybody and um, welcome back to Club Preview here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast where we'll be discussing a wee bit more news that's come out since we were last with you on Tuesday for Club Deck Corner and then we'll also round up with uh, the preview of the, the opening game of the SPFL Premiership against Livingston at Almaville i tomorrow at 12 o'clock so not quite a full house this evening as one of us had um, a slight car trouble about 20 minutes ago um, but I'm pleased
1: to welcome along first off um, Ryan Haymarch how are you doing Ryan? I'm good Scotia how are you? I've obviously a lot better on Ali isn't it, at the moment um, apparently some <laughs> in some motorway some have tried to car flag trouble. down the AA uh, <laughs> car trouble I do sympathise with him if he's in the what car trouble, because that will cost him a bit, but yeah, hopefully he's safe, and I'm sure he's I'm sure he's watching just now, side of the I'm sure he's watching, I'll watch for those comments coming
0: in. Uh, I don't know, Ali's one of these people that if he's not on it, then he's got no interest in it, so I doubt, I doubt he'll be paying any attention to this tonight, we Selfish. might see him pop up in the comments, we <laughs> I <mean>, never know, <laughs> anyway, um, we've also got uh, the main man himself, Scott Carney, how's things with you, Scott? Yes, good evening everybody, same for me, a bit of a manic
2: Friday um, for me, uh, but Ali likes to get his commitment in that he can take his stuff to Aberdeen with him, well I've had a mental day mate and I'm still sitting here doing a podcast, so I can say that stuff because you're right, Ali is not going to watch this, (laughs) (laughs) Ali's not on it, so Ali won't watch it, it's as simple as that, but no, football is oh so nearly back man, it's just around the corner, it's been a I suppose i should have expected today a, a day like today just being kind of manic because of course the football's back tomorrow so in a way, it distracted me i suppose from um from tomorrow but now yeah we've started re, we're all alive live now and i i'm i'm absolutely buzzing for
0: tomorrow yes yeah, it's, it's you got that feeling now that everything the proper the, the impressor was out today so you know you, you're right back in the swing of things and how it used to be it's, it's amazing how quickly it all comes back come back to you but before we get on to like the Livingston game and stuff there was a few bits and pieces that came out then by Rangers throughout the week and one of those was I think it was just before we started recording Club Deck Corner on Tuesday evening that um, there was a statement put out on the Rangers website about the the fan engagement and it's something that we've spoken about often enough um, over the course of these pods that we do Um, so Rangers put out a statement Kenny outlining that they've got um, a fan engagement process that's getting put in place for this season um, to sort of strengthen the engagement between Greg Marshall, the SLO, and the rest of the, the fans. There'll be continuous um, events held throughout the season in different locations around the UK, they did say, and also at Ibrox. Um, and there's a list that, on the website, there's a wee list that um, supporters can go and um, click, click on that and then go and see if you want to go and attend. One of the events, there'll also be a supporter survey that will get issued to I would imagine every season ticket holder and my JARS member that you can you're urged to go and then complete that. And then there's also a wee drop in session uh, next Wednesday between 11 and 4 pm at Copeland House if anyone wants to go there and drop into that. But I mean, Carney, I'll come to you first. We've spoken about you know fan engagement, things like that, and sort of issues that we've got. I mean, I'm going to be really honest, my gripes on match day and things like that are very very small and to be honest if I'm honest about it then my gripes could probably be averted if I didn't stay in the pub for one more pint before going along (laughs) in the game (laughs) things like that because one of the things we didn't really touch on it after the the, um, post-match against Spurs but myself you and your dad and a couple of your dad's pals got the bus along Paisley Road West walked along up to Edmundston Drive and the queue going back f- to the club deck from Copeland uh, from the Copeland was going miles, miles back, almost back on you know, up the top of Edmundston Drive um, but we quickly walked along to the other end, up to the Broomlin end, no queue, no bother at all, up we got uh, slightly later um, but what are your thoughts on all this fan engagement and how will you approach it? It's about time,
2: I think. I think there's a number of things that a number of fans are particularly upset about. I, I would go along with what you were saying, the fact that there is a lot of the stuff that's probably not Rangers' fault in the nicest possible way. There's probably a lot of things that I think could be better about the Ibrox experience, but that's parking, that's transport, that's things getting to the stadium and from the stadium It not good enough, it never has been uh, and it's certainly not getting any better, obviously with these strikes that are coming up and things like that with the underground but that's not really Rangers fault the thing that the the, the gripes that I've got are probably going to, need to get addressed but the club probably already know about them at the same time like everybody's biggest peeve is the ticket and website that Rangers have it is shocking shockingly bad i generally think you could get a free hosting site that would do it better than what they're what they currently use that's got to be a big thing that they need to address there is other parts of, like there's things in the stadium that i think could improve as well um i think that the toilets are in a badly need badly needed updated uh, they really are i think some of the some of the stands have been They've kind of redone them in terms of painting them and fixing wee problems to make them look, I'll give them a fresher look. There are still parts in the club deck, mate, that are shockingly bad. Like you can see how bad they are, and a, a bit of paint over the top of it's probably not going to fit. And shockingly bad are probably a wee bit harsh, but it kind of just takes the glint off it a wee bit. Uh, and there's, it's just a, a wee bit in need of correcting, just a, a wee bit of refurbishment of it. Um, but I mean, I get it. I do, I just hope the club are going to decide to act on the things that are obviously going to get brought up Because there is going to be things that get brought up that the club really do need to address So I think it's a good thing, I think it's long overdue by the club Uh, But will I get involved? Mm, Again, the ticketing thing, I might send an email about that because the website's a shambles But apart from that, um, everything else I don't really see has been Rangers' fault
0: yeah i mean obviously ali's not on today but one of the kind of things that we always speak about is while well, i don't know when they actually scrapped it but there used to be kind of two separate queues for the club deck there was one that was for season ticket holders and you could j- jump in there and go in but that was before yeah. they kind of rolled out the whole um, card used the that um, scanner thing throughout the whole every turnstile so it's a bit different now but it all, always tends to happen in the, the club deck because you get seat movers in certain games because you, get, for instance, that friendly game up in the club decks, where you're going to get the most carry on general sale tickets, so you have always get people coming in, experience that wee bit differently. So having a few more folk round about those turnstiles, going like, you know what, if you just take a two minute walk up to the Brimline end, you'll get in in half the time, and that'd be ideal. But um, Ryan, I know you'll probably have quite a bit to say about this. So um, do you want to take it away and put your complaints forward, and we'll get them, get them to the SLO and things like that.
1: Strap and if you're looking for optimism, then you're to tune out for the next minute or two. I've seen it all before Scotia, I've seen it all before with Rangers, and um this fan engagement I've seen. It, I don't know many campaigns I've had. First thing I want to say is the club, this board have done so much in terms of the maintenance round about the stadium where Murray's regime let the stadium rot. Um, I wasn't in the stadium for years, like in the, the actual main doors. But I know that a lot of people are saying, how could I be? It looked round about the carpets, stuff like that. And even just like the the steel, the site, the, the brickwork so much was just a mess round about Ibrox and Murray just let it go. He really did and he could have stepped in, he could have done things, but he didn't. And this board have spent, I don't know how, many, how much money, but they have spent hundreds of thousands, I would imagine, on... The maintenance of this stadium and for that i totally take my heart off to them thank them as well because we've got um that's not the greatest one of the greatest stadiums in the world however this fan engagement thing i have heard so many times from rangers so many times they want to put the fans at the heart of the club however we still have this ticket office this customer service that is it's not even from the dark ages of, i'm coming up 30 years my mum used to sit my phone to get Champions League tickets from me and my dad, like, I don't know, 20-odd years ago and the customer service was appalling then and it's 2022 now and their customer service is still shocking. Disabled section, that comes up, I think, every AGM. The disabled section for, for disabled fans is so poor, so poor for a club our size and, yeah, they would have to think about moving fans or something, but do you know what? We should have a far better disabled section than we do... The food. The food is a joke and it looks as if it's got worse. I don't know about you guys, but I've seen the menu twice now this season and it looks worse. The food I've still not has... I've
2: still not bought in or tried in yet, no.
1: Yep. And it's things like that and Castor, right? I'm going to go into them as well now. Castor, okay, we've got them, we have a deal, we've made money, we've got a deal with them, that's fine. But it's the service, it's the availability of shots that is so poor for Rangers fans. They know the demand. Rangers know the demand of the shots. Castle know the demand of the shots. So supply and demand is a contract, and they can't meet it. And it's just good luck to anyone who wants to go to that fan engagement. And I really hope things take a turn this time. But I've exhausted myself years ago with these fan engagements, and then they are not for me. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, run over, run
1: over. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's fine, no, it's good to, get,
0: good, good to get off your chest I see Curry Muncher in the comment, comments there Moaning that we're not getting on oh, He always stuff. moans, it's, mate, it's, he's it's, always it's better moaning it's, uh, it's better to get this stuff out the way At the very start so that we can move on to Happy things as we go along, but no, Ryan, like you say It is probably, let's see Wait and see what happens, and hopefully it does improve I know there's a, I'd seen that they're bringing In um, like a match day team To Lays with supporters, and I'd seen, I can't remember who it was on Twitter But I did see someone comment on Twitter That that used to be something that get done previously but obviously it get done away with during the banter years and things like that so I can see that you know we've got that in the background that we've had the banter years that made, there's an awful lot of stuff that slipped by the wayside so we're trying to catch up now so hopefully hopefully it can go forward I'm optimistic that it will go forward Ryan but I can see where you're coming in with your your pessimism as it's been said and not done
2: before as it was yeah scotia sorry mate i don't want i hate interrupting you but I, i i can get where ryan's coming from because it does seem a wee bit box ticking exercise like we've seen we have seen this before and nothing has really changed so i can see both sides of the argument um I really can. To move on to happier things, and I'm sorry I didn't do this at the start, it's because I'm not hosting, and I don't know what I'm doing when I'm not hosting. Um, Lorraine Somerville um, became a Coffee Buying Legend member, um, which is superb. Thank you so much for signing up and doing that for us. Obviously, Martin, the guy you'll know is Marth Vader. He, uh, he also bought us four coffees as well, um, just before we came on, the, on the air there. So, thank you very much to them. Very yeah. much appreciated. Um, if you want to do the same links in the bio, right, Scorsair, sorry, I had to get out of the way, mate. I'd have forgot if I didn't do it there.
0: No, that's great. Yeah, thanks um, Lorraine and Martin for that. Um, yeah, so, on to slightly happier things in the world of Rangers, the Rangers news on um, Wednesday evening, um, Rangers were Invited along to the Glasgow City Chambers by the Lord Provost of Glasgow to have a wee reception to celebrate um 150 years of Rangers Football Club. And there was guests from Rangers History, past and present, as well as politicians um, and figures of public life. I did see a wee photo of Gredo and um, Stephen Purden along. So I'm assuming those were the guys from um the, the public life, and you know, love those guys. These are always enjoyable to listen to those two. Um, but it looked like a really good evening. Quite a few people there and ryan i want to come to you for this one because it's given our age it's not this person isn't a guy that we speak about very often but we probably should and it was really good to see um david holmes along there in the in the crowd and um, as i say because we are we were all probably toddlers maybe not even born in your case carney when um, david holmes was at the helm that we probably don't give him the due that he's deserved and um, but what did you make of the, the whole reception
1: that looked just like it looked a great evening first and foremost and well done glasgow city council for um acknowledging our 150 years because uh, as soon as i read that i thought q meltdown um yes there was lots of top figures there and greg i seen greg there as well but did you did you see the beginning there gradle and oh, shells at bob were there
0: yeah no. Seen a photo in on Twitter. One of them put okay. it up on Twitter. Okay, account.
1: right. I've obviously they've sneaked in the fire exit or something like that. Fair play to the boys. Um <laughs> yeah, it's just it looked a great evening and classy from Glasgow City Council because but Rangers are a club of the community. 150 years, the first um well not just the first Scottish club, the first major European club to reach that. And um it's not just Rangers as a club, it's obviously we always say this They're an institution who not delivered just success and trophies over the years. It's the the community work they've done. It's the charity work they've done over the years. It's the financial revenue for the years that they bring in um, to this country. And it's been acknowledged, and so it should be, because Glasgow are clearly proud of us. um, Glasgow Rangers being a part of them, but Glasgow's ours as well. So that's that's clear to everyone, And um, despite what anyone may say. But... um, I was very impressed I, I didn't actually get to see many videos of it but I just seen the kind of lineup of people who were there and Greg John Greg and you said David Holmes as well why we don't speak about David Holmes a lot and he was a lot to do to t- t- taking Rangers into that kind of next generation just just before Murray wasn't it that's when Murray took it off of David Holmes wasn't it yeah so yeah great to see people like that and, and true Rangers eh, Rangers men at the helm Um so yeah it looked like a great evening and I'm so glad Glasgow City Council acknowledged
0: that and and got Rangers to come in and represent it Yeah, no, it looked a fantastic evening Carney, and a couple of people that I noticed that were on it, and I'd like to give them a shout out as well as um, Ian Gordon from the Founders Trail, and we've obviously we went in the Founders Trail, was it for your birthday? We went along and done that My 30th, I think,
2: mate
0: Was yeah. it the 30th? I we went along and done that a big group of us, and it was an absolutely incredible day so it was good to see them getting recognised because they've done an awful lot for the rangers support in terms of get letting us sort of educating us on in rangers history um but what did you make of the whole occasion yeah um we pretty shocked <laughs> by it,
2: to be honest <laughs> that glasgow city council wanted <laughs> to do something like that for rangers uh it was uh, it was really good to see and uh, yeah it was, and quite rightly so i mean I would be kind of painting the wall again of what Ryan said. we deserve that of course we deserve that and yeah, um it was good for them to acknowledge us It was good to see so many um Rangers kind of legends turning out to it. Holmes as one that we probably don't talk about enough. Um he was responsible for for bringing Shunnister to the club, I think. I think it was him that was in charge when Soonis arrived. So no, uh, really good to see. Um I I mean if I mean if at Bob and Gredo are getting invitations lads. I mean surely we should be on that list. I mean, come on. <laughs>
0: Well, what's going on here? What's going on? I, I'm going to need to was, try and speak to somebody. I was half expecting a wee WhatsApp message from you at some point in Wednesday saying, hey guys, <laughs> guess what I am?
2: I'm a suited so and booted on there with a, a beer in my hand. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But no, it's a fantastic occasion. It was nice um, of the. Glasgow City Council to do so. Um, but it's thoroughly deserved. We are a, a massive part of this um this city. Um and yes, Glasgow is ours. Again, just repeating what Ryan says, this is our city. This is it's more than a football club. Um it always has been and always will be. We live and breathe, Rangers. I don't know many Rangers fans that don't. Um, we, we kind of live our we live our life around this magnificent football team, magnificent club, and we're all part of, of something pretty special. Um, I don't think there's a team in the world that like Glasgow Rangers. Obviously, I'm biased, but I still I would argue that I would argue that to my death. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, a brilliant occasion for Rangers and for the Glasgow City Council to do so. Yeah, yeah, it looked like an
0: absolutely cracking night, and you know what? Thoroughly deserved by Rangers, like you both say. Say there. I am, however, a wee bit disappointed that Pearson isn't on the pod tonight because his second favourite subject behind talking about Rangers is getting dug into Celtic fans and mm-hmm. some of the <laughs> meltdown from them on Twitter from the, the tweets that went out both from Glasgow City Council and Rangers was hilarious. With them just, oh, I, you know what? Like I, I've got I've got Celtic supporting mates, work colleagues, etc., things like that that they'll wind you up. About things, oh, you're a new club, but you know they're only winding you up. It surprises me how many of them seem to actually vehemently believe that, oh no, we're a new club and things like this. It's it's quite oh, yeah. ridiculous, <laughs> you know. Just can't get I mean, the amount of things that you see talking about, like Celtic blogs talking about Rangers. It's ridiculous. So I was wishing, that, was hoping that Ali would have been on the night so that he could could have had a wee dig at that. But unfortunately, my, my motto. Mortal- Sorry, Scotia, my motto for Celtic
2: fans, genuinely, not all of them, but there is a vast majority of them, they hate us more than they love their own football club. And... To me, that is no way to support a football club. I love Rangers more than pretty much anything else in this world, and I don't generally pay attention to anything they do. Uh, I don't know who they've signed, what they're signing them for. I tend not to pay much attention in length, unless it's really, really big news. So to live your life like that, it must be hard work, man. I mean, the guys that tune in and watch this podcast as well, just to leave a comment so they can put a clover after it. I mean... <laughs> If that's the way you want to spend your life, I mean, honestly, there's more to life than that.
0: No, there is indeed, there is indeed, you know, um, yes, more Rangers things, please, that's enough of that. Um, That's enough of that. Yeah, also, I think this came out as well, just before we were starting to record Club Deck Corner on Tuesday, was the ticketing information came out for the uh, Union Saint-Gilois game on the 9th of August. At iBooks it'll be £28 for adults, £22 concessions and £12 juniors. And then there's a couple of key dates here if you don't already know. Um, Season ticket holders have got until Monday the 1st of August to buy their ticket. If you're on the continuous credit card scheme, that comes out from the 1st of August. And then the key ones for any of you that aren't season ticket holders are the MyJers thing goes on sale from the Wednesday the 3rd. And And if there are any tickets left for general sale, which I very much doubt there'll be that many, they'll go on sale on Friday the 5th of August. But um, stuff for that will sort of come out. And there's always going to be a few folk that won't be able to make it along. So if you are wanting to get along in that game and you, know, you aren't a season ticket holder in my just keep your eyes peeled because something generally does pop up, but you need to be need to be pretty sharpish to get them. Um, before, I, we'll, we'll talk a bit more further about Union San germain but I just wanted to get your thoughts. I think it was, um, Ryan, it was Jamie in the um, group chat had said that the ticket prices are actually cheaper than they were for the Malmo game last season.
1: That's right. Yeah, he did say that. Um, aye, surprising to read that. Um, he always expected to go up a pound or two every season, really, don't you? I, th- I think this, the prices are fair. Although my dad's probably, he's probably a wee bit upset. He has to pay over twenty quid for his concession ticket. He is living. He's living in another another world just now with his concession. This is his first year with a concession season ticket. I think he was. I think he's got final ticket. Was like. 20 quid or something like that once it's an absolute joke I'd do away with the concession tickets, that's what I say I um, thought of our fair <laughs> thought <were> um, <laughs> of a fair ticket prices for a Champions League qualifier, um, Scotia and I it is surprising to hear it's cheaper I just hope that, I mean I, I know it will be a full house I just hope the place is rocking I know it's just a qualifier but I, I think it's so important that we get that atmosphere going that we generated last year and I know we always do I think Gerard's words always strike in my head last season with that Malmo game, he said get the place rocking and we did and the team didn't perform but we need to just keep... I've got a feeling this is going to be a bit tighter this game than we'd possibly like it to be because it's so early on in the season and this Champions League qualifiers there's going to be no mugs this lot Um, so I think we'll have our part to play uh, a week on Tuesday no matter what the score and um, I just hope the place is rocking but yeah, in terms of the second places I think they're more than fair,
0: um, so I'm happy to pay my twenty pounds. My 20, £20 I think it is, so I'm happy to pay that. Yeah, yeah, no, Carney, that's I mean decent enough price. You know, I'd pay anything to go and watch Rangers. If I'm being honest, if I could, if, you know, anything that I can afford, I'd pay it. And um, so, very good prices, and it's it's a bit of a shock that it's you know cheaper than it was last season. For the it was the same stage we faced Malmo, it wasn't it? I think it was the second qualifier or the third qualifying round we faced Malmo as well.
2: Yeah, um, very fair pricing, very fair pricing. I'm not really, not really shocked by it. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. Of course, I'm looking forward to. It. And I think this is another thing that I think Rangers need to not work on. But well, yeah, work on. I'll, I'll be like Ryan a wee bit, and I'll probably get shouted at for bringing the tone down a wee bit. But be more in touch with the fans in terms of what everybody's going through right now. I mean, there's so much happening in the world. The world's still pretty much trying to recover. Don't come out and charge us. Not that they have, but don't come out and charge us 50 quid for a qualifier game. That's the kind of thing that I mean. There should be more done in, uh, for Rangers during the season because I know it's a business. I know we're trying to, um, to build a business to be a self-sustaining club. I, I completely understand that. But... For the guys that have paid their season ticket for years over and over again, constantly, what would be the danger in flinging them free friendly tickets during the summer? Something to give back to the club, just wee things like that would make all the difference, I think, to so many people. Um But again, but I'm I'm a hypocrite because I'm sitting here going, i just pay anything. It doesn't really matter what it is. I'll go, okay, that's it, and I'll pay it, even though I might be a wee bit upset about it. But I'll still pay it, and that's the bit that the club have took advantage of over the years, I think. And that goes back to that goes back to Murray. Do you know what I mean? That goes back when he was in charge. He, he knew we were, we were his cash cow. Do you know what I mean? So he, he knew fine well what we were doing. But I think that's very fair. The fact that it's not more than the Malmo um, game, I think that's a, a good, a, a good inclination of what the club are trying to achieve, and they're trying to be more in touch with the fans because we are, we have been screaming out for that just kind of realize that we okay, yes, we're a business, but this isn't a business to us as fans. This is our way of life. As I say that's twice I've said that in this podcast, but that's exactly that's exactly the case. So no very fair pricing mate. And yeah, I I can't wait for it, man. I really can't.
0: Yeah, talking about European football, I just seen Teddy Bear put up in the comments that Motherwell have sacked the manager, and I-, I completely missed this. But yes, um, no wonder. <laughs> I-, I sat and what- I-, I was going to tie this into when we talked about Livy and talk about them, then, But no, I watched them last night and they were oh, atrocious against Ligo Rovers. Um, but yes, anyway, <laughs> European no football luck. and all, we've uh, we've still got it. So yeah, I was I'd mentioned on Tuesday night that. It- you know Carney, you'd asked the question at who we expect to leave and things like that. And obviously this was addressed in the press conference as well. But the squad the A squad list was kind given to for by Rangers. And Kenny, the main exceptions to the squad that weren't there were probably Simpson, Katic, and maybe zakowski as well, because I think he could have probably squeezed in into that team. But obviously Gio thinks that there's enough about about the team to get past um, Union San Jose um, without them but um, end of the road for catch, Carney. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. That's the, It's more than confirmed
2: by Gio in that press conference. Uh, I love that you're trying to say their name. I will stick with USG, mate. There
0: is not a chance I'm going to try and say that.
1: Yeah, I'll make see, a mess of you know, myself.
0: The big problem is because Half a Belgian speaks Dutch and half a Belgian speaks yeah. French. You never know what one, what way you're meant to be pronounced things. So yeah, maybe uh, USG
2: is the way to go. USG, yeah. Just go with USG, mate. It's easier. Uh, but yeah, no Katic, It's uh, I think we can. of seen it coming. Uh I mentioned it last time that we were on. The it's so rare that a player that was in the first team um kind of Has a bad injury, goes out on loan, comes back and is a success. It just doesn't really seem to happen. It's a shame for Katic. I think the injury has really knocked him back. I think we all used to like what we see. We always used to say he was raw. But I think even in the pre-season games that we've seen him, I still think he's trying to prove a point too much. Like it's almost too gung-ho. Like there's a ball, I'm going to head it. No matter what, I'm just going to head it. And I don't care what happens after that that's that's where I think he's kind of let himself down, but I can't blame him for wanting to try, Guy loves it here, do you know what I mean you can see the way he acts with the fans and stuff he does, uh, and it's just a shame it's one of the ones that hasn't hasn't worked out for him, so I wish him nothing but success, I hope he finds a club that he can proper, proper get a, a run of games at, he doesn't really get it doesn't get signed up to a team that are only going to use them as rotation. I do, I do wish him well um, and all the best to him. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not shocked that Gio come out with that in the presser today.
0: Yeah, I mean, it feels like a a dead question asking you this, Ryan. But you're the same, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, not surprised. Um, I think with Balogun, when he let Balogun leave, I kind of thought to myself, right, Balogun's proven here. Whereas Katych probably isn't. I think Gio's had a he said in his press conference today he had a look at him. He brought him back and had a look at him, and he's just not showing showing the level that Gio, Gio wants. And he's our manager. He's the one that's going to live and die by the sword of of who he signs and the results this season. And if he thinks Katuch isn't good enough, then so be it. Um I quite like Nico Carthage, I quite as I said, I quite liked him. I thought he was very good in the air but yes very raw in the deck and I think maybe there's that kind of romantic thing because of that goal he scored against them there's definitely an element of that and him and Colson did strike a good partnership up for five or six months that season but Rangers move on and and I'm more than happy with the signings we've made it center half bad day obviously Davies I've not seen yet but I trust that he's an upgrade on Nico Kartichkin considering he's played down south and and Liverpool signed him up so yes exact same as Carney, all the best Nico hope he finds a club,
0: hope he stays fit, because there is a, a half-decent centre-half in there, but Rangers move on to bigger things now, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same. Wish Cattage all the best, because um, I, I really liked him. And I think, you know, this probably goes back to Rangers centre-half parents throughout the years that I've watched them. You've always had, like, a Kenny decent ball-playing defender and then a Kenny no-nonsense defender beside them as well. But it's under both Gerrard and certainly under Van Bronckhorst, I think they are looking for two center half that can play with the ball at their feet, which, unfortunately, catch is just a wee bit erratic at the time, and yeah, the, the injury, huge, big, massive injury for him and really harsh for him, but that kinda, that put paid to his um, his Rangers career, really, because you know getting back from that is really difficult. And I know, I did see in the comments earlier on, I forget who it was, because it's way up the top now, but someone had asked the same about Hadji, and obviously Hadji's ACL injury, he won't, probably won't be back until after the World Cup, That's going to be tough for him to get back into the team after that because I fully expect Matondo, Tillman and Lawrence to have fully cemented their place in the team by then. So again, unfortunately, these injuries, when they come along, can can put your Rangers career off track? Um, Yeah, so that USG game comes up on Tuesday. I think with the way things are going, we probably won't have a show out before um, the USG game, but we'll probably try and round it off on the... Post match reaction tomorrow because I know they played Sand through then. Last week they drew one each and tonight at quarter to eight. I know an awful lot of years after you've finished watching us, I'll go along and watch them the Rabbles podcast at half seven, but they are also playing um, Royal Charleroi um, tonight at quarter to eight. So I'll try and get um, that on and have a wee look at them um, in some form. Maybe it's his goal, maybe it's something else, but hopefully I can get that just get a kind of idea of how they play. Just, I just shout out illegal semen <laughs> <illegal> sites, <laughs> mate. Well done. That's okay.
1: It's,
0: it's,
1: not, it's <laughs> not, no, nothing that no, no
0: one doesn't know. Exactly. Or oh, you can mate. go
1: through the official channel and pay for a subscription through their official website. Is that what you were going to say, Scotia?
2: That's what I think. I think it was his Wi Fi that went a wee bit funny there and it made it sound like he was saying something else than what he Aye. actually meant, <laughs> I think, mate.
1: Yeah. U- USG TV, is it?
0: <laughs> that's the one yeah i think there's i think because i looked into it because i think there's a philippine sort of streaming service that does stuff but i don't think they were showing that the game last week. <laughs> where first. are you going one. where are you going hang on where are you going stop <laughs> take, the, take the lead off him take off off I <laughs> uh, no it's okay <laughs> oh. yeah so anyway let's then um, look forward to the the, the game the main game and that's the one against Livingston tomorrow so it was press conference day today. we had them um, both Tav and Gio out Um we'll go through some of your stuff I mean I think one of the, the biggest talking point was probably the fact that catch was told told to let go but um, a couple of other ones that um, sort of stood out were the injury situations Ruth's still a bit away and so is helander but and you know he didn't give any time scales for that but Ruth will be back before Hellander so they are two that I mean, we've spoke, spoken about it um, often enough. <laughs> that, um, these comments that you're flinging up put oh. me off.
2: Jamie's was a good one to be fair. That yeah, great. it was. I'm being doctor running. That was <laughs> <GTV. laughs> <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant.
0: Yeah. Oh. No, so Highlander and Roof, we've spoken about often enough, but they're out. Um, Matondo, obviously, he picked up a wee knock during the week at the game against Queen's Park, didn't he? And then... Um, um, he he doesn't look like he'll make it but he should be back for Tuesday. Yilmaz is finally on his way, he's um, joining up the squad on Sunday and once he gets into Glasgow tomorrow in terms that was what he was saying in terms of injuries he did also obviously Morelos was included in the Euro squad and what he said in the press conference there was that he should be back for the second leg so the 9th of August um, Morelos should be back which is an awful lot quicker than we thought but um, I mean that's the big one Carney, Morelos back that's good news for us Wow, massive, mate.
2: Absolutely massive. Um... Drangers to Red podcast I don't know that I'm A massive Alfredo Morelos fan But no it's, it's so much quicker Than we all thought I think I think that's the best thing About it It's I think we were all Looking at like September Maybe See him getting a game And yeah He's obviously made Great progress uh, It's massive to get Alfredo Morelos back In this team Especially with the players That we've added Okay I know we've lost A couple But the players That we've added Are really going to help Alfredo Morelos out I think even more So a massive news That Alfredo is nearly back I think uh, well, I think we all got a, a wee skip skipping a step after hearing that he he's closer than we all we all thought. So yeah, um, I can't wait to see him. I honestly I can't wait to see him. And he, as I say, I predicted that he was going to be top goal scorer, so he's going to come back better than ever. Uh, but yeah, to have him for the second leg could be crucial. Yeah, could indeed, could indeed. Uh, um, Car-
0: um, Car- sorry, Ryan, what are your thoughts on um, Alfie being back this quickly, quicker than you expected?
1: longer than expected i'll be honest longer in, in general longer because he was doing light training in may but then when geo said maybe a week or two ago he's a bit further away than they thought i thought he was going to be september so i didn't think he would see these qualifiers so yeah if he's if he's back for this game at iBooks, then send it absolutely send it because he loves europe he loves the short window he loves playing these big european nights so yeah, absolutely. send it, he's a talisman, and if the quicker he gets this contract, said I'll feel so much better if he signs this contract, because I do. Th- I do think this will go on a wee bit longer yet, but I think I, if Morelos signs that contract, he'll be a happy guy, and if he's a happy Morelos will be saying this word all the time. He's a dangerous, dangerous player, so I think that needs to all settle down. I'm just if he plays in that second leg and he's fit, then I'll be very confident we can do the business. Um, but of course, it's great to see him. In training and it was great to see Gio putting the ball between his legs, i seen that wee clip today, I don't know if you saw it, <laughs> uh, Meg'd, him in a ro- Meg'd him in a rondo, so Gio's still got a bit of football about him and, yeah. and Morelos went down like a Saturday coupon as well, um, but yeah it's good to see him in training, good to see him enjoying himself and hopefully we we'll see him very shortly in, in the starting lineup.
0: Yes indeed and uh, actually Ryan I'll stay with you because um, the BBC were back in the house, I did see it. Um, when I was watching the press conference although the question they asked was a fairly uh, innocuous one really in terms of how does the squad compare from May to November but it kind of comes on to the point that we've been discussing um, all of the summer really is that there was this automatic overreaction to not doing business but you know, look at where we are now in terms of the the squad we've got I'm fairly comfortable with the squad we've got at the the moment maybe another attacking option would be ideal but how do you feel with the, the way the squad is at the minute?
1: Yeah, less less shout-outs to BBC, that's what I say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think I knew it was coming. I think we all knew it was coming. I think any were a bit of just, a bit of calmness. There was so much bedwetting about, like i seen it in the comments even on that pod, just for a few people in Rangers' Twitter was in meltdown and look what that mob are doing because they were signing players that were already part of their furniture. We were always going to sign but Gio was not coming here to to just get by and not spend money and not bring players in and oh, hopefully Gerard's team just keep going and keep going and keep going. He was coming here to change it and put his imprint on this team and he's done it. He's brought players in and, yes, we've said this last week, it all looks like quality signings. There will be ones who aren't and there will be ones who exceed our expectations. I am, We've signed more than I thought it would, Scotia. I'll be honest, I thought we'd sign... Two or three first-teamers, and I think we've seen possibly more than that. I think we look very strong. I am really liking the noises I'm hearing about Telemann. I hope that doesn't flop after me saying that, but I know Halliday said something. The only person I can think slip, uh, let it slip to Halliday is Al McGregor. He said, and I think it was an Open Goal podcast, he said he's hearing that he's looking brilliant in training. I think Derek Ferguson's also said it today. He's hearing that Telemann is looking good. He's come for Bayern Munich. I don't think this boy's coming to sit on the bench. I think he'll come and play. He's in my team tomorrow. Um, Matondo looks looks great. It Just all, I think Gio has recruited very wisely and very shrewdly. And he's also got a couple of big players out, which was a concern of mine that we would lose big players and not replace them. And as it stands just now, we don't know how they could play. But as it stands just now, I'm extremely happy with the business we've done. Not quite sitting there going, what a window, because that would be uh, arrogant, but very happy as a Rangers fan sitting here at the moment. I think we have two players minimum for every position.
0: Yeah, we I mean, know we do indeed. Yeah, Connie, your thoughts on the, the squad overall? Very good. Um, uh, I get
2: Ryan's not wanting to get carried away with himself, but no, I'm, I, I just, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing... Them all really now. I I think it's one of the best windows that I can remember Rangers having in a long time. Uh, And I'd probably agree. I think we probably have signed a wee bit more than I thought we would, but I do think there's contributing factors to that for the fact that um, obviously Bassi and Adibo both left. So I, I'm all for it. I I love the fact that the club have used the money from the Bassi transfer wisely and by wisely I don't mean just going to geo, there's 20 million mate go and do what you want this is obviously all very thought out and Ross Wilson's obviously done his homework um, because I'm very excited from what we've signed and I did love Geo's comment today in the press conference when somebody asked do you feel like this is your team now and he went it's been my team since I took over as Rangers manager I love that I loved that I was like Yes More of that That actually made the hairs of my, my arms Back of my neck Can I stand up Because I thought Yeah that's exactly what you want to hear No excuses No beating around the bush This has been my team Since I walked in the door Absolutely loved that That's so, a job That's a job interview answer Isn't it Oh, <laughs> mate, no Right out the top It's like One you didn't even expect him to say You're like Oh out the top jaw Absolute cracking answer uh, Absolutely loved that So no I, I'm the same Tell me the, the stuff that I'm hearing about him very excited to see what's what's about to about to happen, and once everybody I know, we're, they're kind of still at different stages. That's always happens during the transfer window; they're all still at kind of different stages. But give it a couple of weeks, three weeks, and we might just start seeing the the, the fruits of the the labor of the the Ross Wilson transfer window come to fruition, and we get to see these players absolutely flourish. But I'm, I just I'm, I'm very excited about the season coming ahead. Not just because Rangers are back, obviously I'm excited about that, but it's who we have signed uh, and the caliber of player that we have signed—it's all—it's right. This feels much more like a, a, a the start of a season. Being a Rangers fan,
0: yeah. Speaking about Ross Wilson and the, the transfer window in general, Tav was uh, the player that was out to the press today, and you know he got asked about his contract situation. And the answer that he gave across was, yeah, he's focused on the games, but you know, the talks are still ongoing. But the way the way that he said stuff, Ryan, was to me, certainly seemed that you know, that's going to get signed, no bother, because everyone's settled. Although I did have a wee bit of panic when someone on Twitter had put a tweet out about Tav leaving and signing a comment, but they were talking about um, Tav's younger brother,
1: Marcus. Thankfully. That I, gave me a wee bit of fear. is he is what's he he's just signed for somebody for big money, is you know a Premier League team, I don't know
0: if he's signed for them. Is it yet, Forest? To, is it Bournemouth? Premier League?
1: I think it might be Bournemouth. I think
0: you may be right, actually. Scotia, have,
2: have you and Ali told everybody that you've met him? Oh yeah, of course you have a million times. <laughs> <You're
0: not. laughs> Ali has, I haven't. You know what Ali's like? Oh, did you on not be him? him? Oh, oh no, was you there. could but talk it. Was about it. Yeah.
2: And Ali, Ali had a what was he said to his? What it, he said to his mum? You've done great with your son. Honestly, man,
1: horrific, horrific. Repre- yeah. Represent no, the
2: pod. Yeah, he's went to he's went to Bournemouth. I just looked that up quickly. He's went to Bournemouth.
1: Hi, Teddy Bournemouth Bear said in it the, it the it? comments, "Well done, Teddy Bear." But i Tavernier, for me, it's not something you really worry about him signing a contract, is it? It's like it's like sticking the kettle on. It's an absolute cert. It's going to happen. Um it will just be a matter of time he will just be hey, what he'll want to get this contract it's perfect he can get it for the future because I would imagine this possibly will be his last contract so um yeah I don't think there's anything to worry in fact there's nothing to worry I'm confident to say there's nothing to worry about in, in terms of that um because he's our captain so yeah that will go over the line in time it's the Kent and Morelos one that we're, we're looking at. We want those over the line as, as quickly as possible, get the squad settled down and, and get an attack on Europe. But I'm looking forward to seeing I'm looking forward to seeing the team tomorrow and Tav leading us out for a charge to 56, Scotia, because that's what it is, the start of a charge to 56. Come on.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed it is. Yeah, Carney, I'll let you wrap up. Anything more to take away from Tav's quite short interview he had today?
2: He's he's staying. That's all the the, the thing I'll say. Tav is here for good. I think I don't think there's any danger. of him going anywhere. Why would he? He's got everything that he ever he's ever going to need. He's got a, a legacy behind him now. He's got he's working his way towards legendary status. Um, he's hopefully going to get a testimonial if he stays for that. He's led us to a, a European final. Uh, I, I do think he has. Um, I, I'll say it. Again, I do think he has unfinished business because I think for what he's been through as a Rangers player from the start to where he is now, he deserves much more. He deserves to lift much more silverware than what he has. Uh, and uh, I think it's going to, going to come his way. I, I'm delighted that have staying up. I have I have never been of the, FF, the FFS Tav um, Brigade, I've never been that, I've always loved him I've always thought he's great I did question, I've said it before in the pod I did question the, the captaincy thing but he, uh, he firmly flung that back in my face, so no, I delighted about it mate uh, and now
0: just cannot wait for tomorrow Yes, no, the press conference were good, like you say I think that um, the, the comment that Gio made um, about it's always been my team at Kenny that straight away got me going, yes, no that's the season properly starting now it got the, got the battle fever on it, shall we say um, so, yeah, let's look ahead to the game tomorrow at Tony Macaroni, or Almondville for the, the older players among us. Um, where we take on Livy at 12 o'clock. Um, Livingston finished last season in 7th place on 49 points, and like we always say, with the oddities of the split in place, that means that Did they would have both? finished 4th. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do, yeah, you do have to factor in the fact that they wouldn't have been playing the bottom 5 teams in the league. You know, they would have probably had a at Hearts, so either one of us or um, Celtic, in there as well. But yeah, they were very unlucky not to make make the top six last season. I thought, and they would have certainly put on a better show than um, in Europe than Motherwell did um, last night. That's that's for sure. Um, but they've, they've obviously started this season um, with the that wee Mad League Cup group game thing you play at the start of the season. Which I don't know if I said to you, I'd certainly said to Ali that I the one season that we did play in that. I quite enjoyed it because it was competitive games and really nice weather, but I would rather not be in it because it means that your season previously was an absolute abysmal failure. Um yeah, but yeah. It, it, it was good when the weather was good, but um they finished second in the group that they were in behind the uh, Inverness Cali Thistle with one defeat to Cali Thistle, uh a 2-0 win over Kelty, a two-win win, two-one win over Cove Rangers, and a three-two win over Albion Rovers. Um On those games, they had a couple of players sent off, one of them being Stryak, one of their goalkeepers, and the other being the new boy that they've brought brought in a striker called Ismail Concalves, who looks like he's going to still be suspended for the game tomorrow because of that red card. Um, In terms of Livy, they've brought a few transfers in that Concalves boy. They've brought in um, Jamie Brandon from Hearts, Phil Concare from Western Sydney, which I've I've noticed quite a few SPFL teams, digging about the Australian market um, recently. Um, I think because of, obviously, Brexit, all the rules for everyone now are the same. So these are kind of markets that I think you're going to see getting utilised more often by the teams below us. Um, they've put in a guy called Scott Pestondoo from some team that I've never heard of. Um, <laughs> the, the, go, on, <laughs> on. go on, go on. Go say it. Go no. I've got time to say it. Uh, I think they're called KSKLS, but I don't know where f- I don't even know what country they're from. Not <laughs> That's no, that how much research I put into that. Trust, but trust I think that, Ireland. yeah, the main one they brought in is um, a goalkeeper, Shamil George from um, Colchester United. And I listened to David Martindale's press conference today, and he was not impressed with Striek or the Russian goalkeeper they've got, um, Konovalov. Kuno- um, listening to his press conference, he was not pleased at all. So they brought in this new goalkeeper who I th- thoroughly expect to start against us tomorrow. Um, talking about um, Martindale's presser there, um, he spoke very highly of us, and the way I took it from it is that he was potentially expecting a wee bit of a coffin because he said he was at the West, West Ham game and Rangers looked really, really, really good. Um, just another couple of points that either... They are missing both Tom Parks and Morgan Boyce. Um who, yes, Morgan Boyce is Welsh, actually, quite There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was wondering if out, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, they're both missing, they're both missing through injury, and they're two, they're better defenders. Um, and he was also, Kenny, before I get your thoughts, he was asked about the about the season and Kenny, the prospects for Livingston. He, he was I quite like David Martindale because he's always pretty honest and you know, says it like he is says it's going to be the old firm top two. Hearts, pretty much a nail on for third, And then, he, you know, he talked himself up a wee bit, saying that, you know, they're looking for top six finish, but he expects it to be like your Aberdeen, Hibs, Dundee United, but hoping that, you know, they can go out and put a wee bit of um, a wee upset into the bargain there to, to finish in that top six. But anyway, um, coming you, Ryan, what are your thoughts about the game tomorrow in terms of Levy and also just in terms of Rangers? How do you think you're going to approach this? Is it going to be the new team that we've maybe seen against West Ham and the second half against Blackpool or do you think it'll be more similar to the teams that we've seen previously the end the last season sort of the first half against Blackpool? I
1: think that firstly with Livingston that I think it's going to be between possibly them St John's and St Mon, maybe that are going to get relegated I think one of them possibly are going to get go down um, I don't I think I, I like Martindale. I do think he's a hard-working guy, very honest, always says it how it is, so he's got on well with this podcast, he's got on well with me. Um, I think I fancy Rangers to really turn it on tomorrow. I do, and I know it's the optimism, new season, new signings, but I just think we're going to see a different Rangers tomorrow than we've possibly seen. I think that we all said uh, the line-up against Tottenham, maybe give or take one or two due to injury or our, our preference for the goalkeeper but I think that will be close to the lineup for for tomorrow and I think you're going to start seeing Geo's style of play, I think that you can see Rangers move the ball about quickly, especially on a plastic pitch, I think it's so important that you do move the ball about quickly on a plastic pitch before you start using it as an excuse so I'm expecting a good performance from Rangers tomorrow and I do think if we get this not the first goal, I think if we get the second goal I think I could see us giving them a, giving them a doing because I don't want to sound arrogant but I just don't rate Lovingston really I don't rate them as, a, as a, good, a good team so I think they'll be in a relegation battle and I think it'll start off poorly for them tomorrow Do you want? Know you don't want my score just now do you school, sir?
0: No, I'll let Carney have his say then we'll come back to wrap up with the teams and scores um, at that. so um, yeah, going on from that Carney, any thoughts, Rangers and, and in Livy as well? No, it's always,
2: as I say, we are, even though Ryan doesn't want to get ahead of himself in terms of the transfer window, there is the optimism of that it has been a good window and that kind of builds to the, the feeling of Rangers are going to come out the, the traps here. I'm so glad it's such a great Pitch to play football on uh, Really can't wait to witness that uh, As I say that through gritted teeth But no, it's um, it's Time now, it's the start of the season It's We're all getting fully back into action And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it I think I'm saying I like Martindale There's nothing wrong with the guy Livingston's ambitions in the league is don't go down I mean that's that's it, that's all they want to do is survive, fair play to them for that they're not massively funded, they don't sell out their ground, um, the biggest crowds that they get is when uh, Rangers go to Rangers go to um, Livingston so um, it's a, an occasion for them I suppose as well but no this is um, it's the start of the real deal now it's time to see what everybody's made of and I um,
0: oh, spoiler, I expect Rangers to win <laughs> <laughs> Yes, no, I mean, on Livy, the, what you were saying there, um, Ryan, actually, um, in terms of for a relegation, but I think Livy will be a wee bit better than that, because they've not, I mean, the 11 players left in the transfer window, there are some of them in retirements, like Marvin Bartley's retired now, but he barely played last season because he was always on the BBC, quite liked him in the BBC, actually.
1: I, quite, I, quite, um, I was going to say, I quite like my, uh, Marvin Bartley, I listened to him on that phone-in programme that I can tolerate for half an hour, and he always comes across <laughs> quite well, I think.
0: Yeah, so I mean, they've obviously lost. I think the players that have left, the ones that Kenny, I'd recognise straight away, were probably Alan Forrest, but I don't think Alan Forrest that often for them last season. So I think they've managed to kind of keep the score of their co- um, core of their squad even. And like you say, I think St. Mirren, St. Johnston, Motherwell, and if the Hibs results in the League Cup, maybe we're just a blip, but I don't think Hibs are going to be as good as a Maybe suspected, maybe before the League Cup get played. So I think Levy should be all right and they'll give us um, a good test. But like Hughes, I think it's going to be, you know, this should be on paper, should be a bit of a stroll in the park for Rangers without being too disrespectful. So I think, like we mentioned on Club Deck Corner, we're going to kind of try and keep track of our team selections and scores throughout the season this year so that we can kind of. Um, Tally them up towards the end of the season. So, any of the listeners, use if you just want to join in as well, feel free to do so and put your um, teams and scores in the in the comments. And I can go through and keep a track of them as well. But, um, Carney, are you really actually on. committing that? Sorry, hang on. Are you actually <laughs> going to commit to that? <laughs> Wait,
2: I, I, didn't, I, didn't to I, I take my hat it, off but... to you, Scotia. <laughs> ah, you've just said that, mate. These these right. people will not forget, mate. They will not forget you've said not that. Nobody's going to check your homework, mate.
1: Nobody will check your
0: homework. Uh, if the listeners want to do it, I'll keep it, I'll try and keep on top of it. Yes. Yes, but um, Carney, we'll let we'll let you take the honors and be the first to give us your team and score prediction for the coming season. First game of the coming season, sorry.
2: Okay mate. Um I'll be shocked if we're not all remarkably similar here. Um McLaughlin, Tavernier, Goldson, Sutter, Barisic, Lundstrom, Kamara, Lawrence. Right, Trolak and Kent uh, and I'll go 3-0 Rangers and
0: Trolak to score first Okay <laughs> um, Ryan I'll let you go as well for me
1: I have gone McLaughlin and goals Tavernier at goals in Suta Parasic sitting to Looney and Kamara Going Kent on the left, Lawrence on the right, Thielman behind Cholak. Okay. And going... and... You want my score? Yeah, your score as well, please. I apologize to the listeners and to you guys. I have completely forgot the format and what we do this in. Like we genuinely forgot the format. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that long. I'm like, do I give my score now? D- I went to- <laughs> yeah, I'm going- <laughs> I'm going 4-0. 4 0 Rangers, Cholak to score first. Monagers.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, keep mine short and sweet. Mines is the exact same as Kearney's. Exact same team, exact same score, and exact same goal scorer. Um, so that keeps it simple. I think maybe out of them, your talking points are potentially will it be McLaughlin and McGregor? I've got the feeling that McGregor probably plays on Tuesday ahead of mm-hmm. McLaughlin. And then you've also, Sands has been playing in it left centre half now and again wouldn't surprise me to see him. And then, yeah. like you, Ryan, I was thinking maybe if you've got Lawrence out on the right-hand side and uh, Tillman through the middle. But it was, I was thinking about Wright, Carney, and you, you'd asked the question, who will be the surprise package of the season? And I was considering that Wright potentially could be one of those guys. I fully expect Matondo to get the majority of the game time, but I've just got a wee feeling that Wright, you know, Gio seems to like Wright. He follows the instructions all the time that I think... You know, he could maybe shock a few people and have a, a fairly decent season.
2: Yeah, possibly. Um, Just for anybody that cares, I know you don't because Ali's not here, but Ali's team's exactly the same as me and Scotia's. Um, He's sent that through. His is exactly the same. He's not sent his, his scorers, mind you. And I think the somebody actually asked earlier, and I think it was Potato Man asked earlier um, if I was leaving out Ryan Jack. And yes, I am, which is a sore one for me. But I think... I think the two are Lundström and Kamara for um, Gio. I think that's what he likes and what he's going to go with in, in that midfield. Um, and in terms of Scott Wright, look, I think he's had chances. Uh, I think he's he's probably took about half of them. Uh, I think that's maybe been a wee bit generous. He, he's took about half of them, but he's kind of impressed. I do think Gio likes him because I think he trusts him to do what exactly, as you said, mate, he'll do exactly what he's told to do. And he won't he won't he won't differentiate from that. It'll be that's the job I've been told to do, and I will do it. Uh, he could I mean he's gonna he's definitely gonna play a part this season. Matondo's not gonna play every game. I wouldn't expect him to. Um so I, I think he could be a surprise package. Um, uh, towards end, the the towards end of the season, we might be looking to think what seasons he's had, and I hope he does That's the thing I, when, when we talk about players. I don't even when we're talking about Catterick. I don't wish any bad on any Rangers player. I really don't. P- Brandon Barker aside, that's that was the only one. <laughs> but two <laughs> boys I, I left
0: and you're still ticking. I know.
2: <laughs> still, you know. I that's that's came up because somebody commented uh, the other night on a on a tweet that we should do a compilation of all the bits that go wrong because we don't edit podcasts. And uh, I was like, no, we've already done that. And I actually flicked through it. And, I, and there was about four or five times, Ryan, where me and you were talking about Brandon Barker and I'm just like, raging the whole way through it. I'm like, stop <laughs> talking about Brandon Barker. But no, I, I mean, all joking aside, I don't wish anybody in any player. I want every player to succeed at Rangers. Um, So, look, squad rights an interesting one. I think a lot of people have... Kind of run out of time with him i think a lot of people are like he's not good enough he needs to get moved on etc but i think he's still going to have a have a part to play uh this season so um, i hope he does i hope he surprises everyone
0: yep indeed well that's us about the hour mark i know an awful lot he's head over to watch the rabble so we will finish up here and let you go and i need to go on onto the usg website then um, to purchase them um, their match tonight so I can watch that and give you give you the lowdown but um, uh, thank you very much um, for tonight Ryan and um, we'll probably speak to you tomorrow after the
1: game. Thanks mate, Thanks, one on hosting. hope everybody enjoys the game tomorrow, Rangers are back and for me, Rangers play their strongest squad because the priority is the title this season and we don't rest anything for this title we go again and go for 56 tomorrow Yep, indeed, and um, yeah, Carney,
0: thanks for tonight, and I'll probably speak to you tomorrow after the game, and after, like we're hoping here, um, a clean sheet and a convincing win.
2: Clean sheet and a convincing win would be fantastic. Uh, No, great, Uh, it's, it's here now, we've finished our Our duties tonight, gentlemen, and we get to sit and look forward to tomorrow now. Uh, Thank you again to everybody that gets involved in the chat. It's brilliant. It really is. We we love when you get interaction from you. Um, Again, just a wee call to arms. Please do like the video. Please do subscribe to the channel before you go. That would be absolutely magic. We are hoping to get 3,000 before the World Cup, 3,000 subscribers. So that would be tremendous. You can support the channel uh, via YouTube. Uh, for only 99p, you can join uh, the membership, the coffee buying membership as well, all the links in that are below and since you've all stuck around to the end of the podcast if you go to to 22merch.bigcartel.com where two new t-shirts have been added and use the code podcast uh, at the checkout, you'll get 10% off your order, but thank you very much gentlemen for tonight and speak to you tomorrow, we are the people
0: Yes, cheers Carney. Indeed, you've kind of said everything there that I needed to was going to wrap up with, so just say <laughs> goodbye for me and then exactly. see you all later. <laughs> it happens all the time, mate. I'm sorry. I'm so used
2: to hosting. <laughs> uh, Good night, everybody. Cheers.